0: Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts.
1: Uh, The American people have sent an unmistakable message to him tonight, and that message is change course. The him he's talking about there, of course, Barack Obama, but the voice is John Boehner. And did you see his victory speech last he night? It was very oh, emotional. He's, he's going to be the Speaker of the House. He's moved. When he wasn't sobbing, though, I almost thought he would put on a jersey that had the big number 56 on it. That's, <laughs> that's the number of seats, at least, it appears, the Republicans have successfully captured in the House of Representatives, giving the Republicans Perhaps more, a majority. S- Perhaps more. Yeah, It could be as high as 60, yeah. actually. It could get yeah. that high. So maybe they're going to print the jersey after they're they the final They're waiting until the number. final exactly. numbers come in. Uh, We'll give you uh, the morning after the 2010 midterms. Democrats hold on to the Senate. Republicans take control of at least half a dozen governors' mansions across the country, including a close close contest in Ohio, victory by a Tea Party favorite in South Carolina. Barack Obama's Senate seat in Illinois goes to the Republican, candidate Kirk. Who are the key characters in this 2010 midterm election? To help us with that, it's Todd Zwillick, Takeaway Washington correspondent, here in the studio. Good morning, Todd. Hi, good morning, John. Good morning, good morning, great Lester. night last night. Yeah, long. Well, uh, returns live on the web. Great night, long night, uh, as we live for it. And uh, Jim Warren, Chicago-based columnist for the Chicago News Co-op and the New York Times, joins us from the Windy City. Good morning, Jim.
2: Good morning, guys. Good All night right.
1: Good here. Uh, big night, exactly. And then we're going to talk about that Illinois race and a couple of other characters who emerged from this election. But Todd Zwillick, tell us about the map here. It seems to me Democrats on the coast, Republicans in the center. It's more complicated than that, though.
0: It, it's a lot like that. Look, the, 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 the short answer on the map is red. It's just darn red uh, all across the country, especially in governor's races. But uh, at least 60 House races have gone uh, have gone uh, from from blue to red and lots of Senate races as well. Um, and you see it across the country. This is this is a bona fide Republican wave. Uh, people want to know if it's as big as a tsunami. They didn't knock off Reed. Reed remains. They We don't know about the results in Colorado yet. We don't know about results in the other fire big firewall race, which was Washington with Patty Murray. I think she's locked in a 50-50 sort of late count right now, so we don't know quite how high that uh, Republican watermark goes, but it's red. It's red all across the
1: country. But as recently as 36 hours ago, we were talking about 39 seats as you know a squeaker possibility for the Republicans. A Could they get that many? They It looks like they will probably take the House nobody was talking 50, nobody was certainly talking 60 seats, so that's that is one unmistakable message for yeah, But,
0: but uh, on the other hand it, just a few months ago we were talking about the Republicans taking control of the whole thing right, Sure, that's true. So. And, and, and the estimates going in, you know, of all the prognosticators we were somewhere between 45 and 65, and 45 right. to 68, they landed it, they landed probably at 60, we don't have every race in, but it looks like about 60, sort of close to the upper right. bound of that estimate, but not, but not outlandish and, and people sort of got it right.
1: And thankfully The people decide. That's how it works here. Jim Warren, Chicago columnist for the Chicago News Co-op and The New York Times. Let's start with the big uh, who this morning. We will be the Speaker of the House, John Boehner, Congressman from Ohio. Tell us a little bit about what we need to know about John Boehner, his long rise to now the speakership.
2: Now, when you mentioned number 56, I thought that was, you were probably going to allude to his high school football number. <laughs> he was like a big shot linebacker, one of the most famous high school programs in the country. <laughs> uh, although mention of the school is painful for Notre Dame fans because his coach in high school was a guy named uh, Jerry uh, Faust. At a Cincinnati Molar, and Faust was such a celebrated high school coach. Notre Dame decided, oh, he would save them from ignominy. He went to South Bend and was one of the biggest flameouts in college coaching history. But that's where Boehner went. He's uh, from Western Ohio. I think he's the son of a restaurant owner. Uh, 11 or 12 uh, siblings, uh, makes it to Congress in uh, 90, Uh, very, very conservative voting record, a little bit less ideological than one might think, uh, including during the Gingrich years when um, he was part of a, a small group, very activist group that, for instance, went after the person who used to represent the district that I sit in, Dan Rossenkowski, in the so-called House bank scandal, and it, you know, all about those House overdrafts. And along with a couple other issues, if I remember, including being against a congressional pay raise, uh, You know, he did become a close ally for Gingrich. Fast forward to the last big Republican win in 94. He helps write the so-called uh, uh, contract with America. He was then involved in a b- bizarre legal dispute with a Seattle uh, Democrat named uh, Jim McDermott sure. uh, having to do with his cell phone having been uh, tapped by and, and phone calls recorded by some Florida couple. It's a case that wound up going to the U.S. Supreme Court. He sued, <laughs> wow. I think, McDermott, and, and and ultimately McDermott had to pay like a million dollars in legal fees, uh, so, to Boehner. So you don't want to you don't want to meet
1: this guy either on the gridiron or in court, but uh, no. they're going to be facing him down in Congress. Uh,
2: he also uh, he also then he 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 was among the plotters behind the scenes plotters to get Gingrich, and because and, and and was outed and embarrassed and shamed and was booted from leadership, and so he was sort of down in in the GOP congressional dumps, and then had some uh, renaissance during the Tom Delay era, and. and Rose from uh, you know, so the doghouse, and um, uh, became majority leader, running against I think a a guy from Missouri named Roy Blunt. Right, right, yes, indeed, you're rather impetuous. Now, fast forward. Well, hold
1: on one second, Jim, because we know that Boehner is a national figure. And uh, he's going to be with us really for the next uh, two years, certainly, uh, uh, you know, framing the, the, the races for the GOP looking at the 2012 election. But we've got two other national figures, it seems, at least here. Listen to these two voices. First, Rand Paul, who won as a Republican Tea Party candidate in Kentucky.
2: Well, I'm going to ask them to deliberate upon this.
0: The American people are unhappy with what's going on in Washington. But tonight, there's a Tea Party tidal wave, and we're sending a message to them.
1: All right, that's Rand Paul. Listen here to Republican Marco Rubio, Senator-elect from Florida now.
2: We make a grave mistake if we believe that tonight these results are somehow an embrace of the Republican Party. What they are is a second chance. A second chance for Republicans to be what they said they were going to be not so long ago.
1: Last question, Jim Warren. Who is the bigger national figure this morning after the 2010 election, Marco Rubio or uh, Rand Paul? At this point,
2: oh, I think I think briefly, um, Paul. But uh, there are uh, difficulties in being a newcomer in the Senate. I actually might bet a, a dime. On and the long-term uh, Rubio.
1: All right. Uh, well, uh, Todd, uh, Jim Warren, Chicago-based columnist for the Chicago News Co-op and the New York Times, looking about the who characters who emerged from the 2010 midterm elections. Thanks, Jim. And of course, Todd Szelik still with us all hour long, uh, taking a look at the results of the 2010 elections. And you can too send us your headline at eight seven seven eight My Take. Uh, Jim, Warren, uh, Barack Obama was not able to hold uh, his Senate seat in Illinois for uh, the Republicans. Tell us a little bit about uh, this new Republican senator from the state of Illinois.
2: Well, uh, Mark Kirk, Republican from the northern suburbs, generally moderate suburbs of Chicago, a Republican long feared, feared for the last couple of years by the White House as soon as Obama became president because, Uh, You know, A, an impressive resume, B, a pretty moderate record on social issues, C, a pretty effective guy in Congress, also effective in dealing with the... Uh, with the Democrats, and it was why they even very overtly beckoned to the Oval Office earlier this year. I mean, Mm -hmm. rather astonishingly, the state attorney general, a woman named Lisa Madigan, trying to persuade her to run because they just thought that the Democratic candidates out there in the primary were all too weak, and those include this 34-year-old state treasurer and occasional Obama basketball buddy who lost, Alexei Janoulias.
1: And uh, is this because Blagojevich kind of botched it from the Democrats, or is this a failure of Obama to hold on to his home state?
2: No, I think it's mostly uh, Obama, particularly when you look at some of the big Republican gains, some of them unexpected in the congressional delegation. The Obama taint may may have slightly hurt a couple of candidates, including the the Democratic incumbent governor who replaced him, Pat Quinn, but that race is still way too close, and Quinn may eke it out despite the Republicans and a lot of Karl Rove money tagging him as sort of an ethical appendage of Blanco. Mm
1: fascinating stuff from the land of Lincoln, Jim Warren, Chicago-based columnist for the Chicago News Co-op and the New York Times.